Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 52-Bit Podcast. My name is Nitha. I promise I won't sing again. And this is a podcast where we talk about something either you or I or both of us want to talk about. This week, we'll be talking about the phases of film production. At some point before I started this podcast, I was talking to Christina and we were talking about how films get made and how media gets made in general. And we're like, this is kind of mystifying. There's a lot going on and and just like a lot of behind the scenes work, in-scene work, post-production, pre-production, all of these fancy words. And we're going to talk a little bit about it and also just talk about, you know, some thoughts I have about productions and all that jazz. I've never been on an official production of anything except for theater. So I have a lot of opinions that have no warranted reason to exist, but so do most people who have podcasts. So I'm just going to put them out there. So yeah, let's get to it. I found one article that I'm going to base this off of. No pressure. It's from the IPR education, like the IPR College of Creative Arts. IPR, if you do not know. The Institute of Production and Recording. It's a Minnesota college. So that's really cool. I am taking this work straight from there. You will find the link in the description. But it breaks film production up into five different parts. Phase one is development. Phase two is pre-production. Phase three is production. Phase four is post-production. And phase five is distribution. Obviously, distribution is when it gets to us and we're able to see the film or the piece of media that has been made. So that's really cool. But we'll go step at a time. We'll start back at development. And basically, you know, before you even have something to make, right, you have to like make it. So development is the time that that happens. It's when you get the writing, the organizing, the planning of the film. The budget has to be set. This is when auditions happen and like the location. Usually Atlanta, Georgia is decided because a lot of things are filmed in Atlanta now. And then scripts are written and rewritten and written and rewritten and rewritten and rewritten and gone through like edits and stuff. And you storyboard and then you change things and then you throw out half of the script and then you add another half. And then you have a deleted scene that you don't know is going to be a deleted scene that you think is going to be really important. That's all in there. So this is the part where like the film isn't really like set in stone. I guess this is also when they have like probably a lot of like executive producers and stuff coming on and like giving their opinion and stuff. And like people in the writer's room like throwing up their hands trying to write something out. But this is like the best time to get like the logistics down. I feel like this is the time that gets forgotten a lot because once you've created something and it's been put into the world, it's very easy to forget that at some point it didn't exist. I don't know much about this time, except obviously you, know, you got to cast people and stuff. And I feel like this is a really fascinating time in media and film, at least from like an outsider's perspective, because this is when you start getting like drops of information of what's going on and who's going to be on the project. And you don't really know anything because like clearly nothing has started yet. But like you're really excited. And I think everyone is really excited except for the people who are writing and rewriting and writing and rewriting and where writing and mad and throwing things at a wall and trying to make things fit. I think they're frustrated. But the rest of us are very excited during this time. So that is phase one. Phase two is pre-production. And this is once it's gotten out of development, you know, you got a film, you got actors, you got people on board to do things, you got at least a base budget, but you're not filming yet. So you've gotten even closer, but you know, you're not doing that yet. During this period, filmmakers need to know what they're about to shoot, who will be in the film, how much the budget completely ends up being, and what changes are made. So this is when you start getting like a set and crew and like 
some like costumes are created and you work with like local cities and stuff to get some like info. And they say this, this literally says pre-production can go by in a flash and the more prepared a filmmaker is, the better the film can end up. So I feel like this is kind of that middle ground where you're like, all right, we've got a thing. We just need to make it happen. What are the last minute things we need to make happen? And I say last minute, but like costuming and like sets are not last minute. They do take time and effort. It's just you need to have a solid plan before you start making those. So I think this is where that iterative process of, okay, we have this script. We're going to make this thing. Designers, how do we make this thing starts happening? And then they, you know, submit designs and then redesign, 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 and then actually start making designs. Because unlike in theater, where you can, you know, work up until, I guess, like preview day, the day before you start opening on like changing set and costumes and stuff, you have to have all of this done before you start filming, ideally, or like as well as you can, at least for the first couple scenes you're going to do. So I feel like with most things, these phases might bleed together a bit. I say this in kind of like kind of all around way that pre-production may be going on during production. I don't know because I don't work in the industry, but just logically that kind of seems like what's probably happening. Like it'd be really cool to have all of your costumes done all before you start producing entirely. But I have a feeling what's happening is you've got some of the costumes done. You've got a full idea for the costumes and you're going to get the rest along the way. But again, I don't work in the industry, so... Phase three is called production. So they say production is the quickest and sometimes the shortest portion of filmmaking in digital media, which makes sense. It's, it's, it's the point where you're actually filming. And I feel like well, this is what people focus on a lot when they think of movies is like the filming process because that's where the actors are and that's where they're doing that acting work, which is what you physically see as like a first level, like shallow understanding of what a film is. But like, you know, all of the things that have to lead up to before that, you know, the costume set, all of that being done, like versus like also post-production when like after the filming uh, that the actors do where like music and like special effects and like editing and stuff have to come in. Like, I feel like that is really what makes a movie. But most of the time we think of production versus like, you know, basically of the actors and actresses filming as challenging as like the pre stuff before production can be. Production itself can be even more challenging is what they say. With high profile films, reports of bad production can sully a film's reputation before anyone has seen it. Waterworld saw its budget balloon to nearly twice its original $100 million estimate and behind the scenes upheaval resulting in a toxic buzz. However, the film did eventually make a profit. Even more fascinating is Titanic, which defied a rocky production to dominate at Oscars and, at one point, take the crown as the highest grossing film of all time. Even if production goes smoothly, it can be stressful. A strong production depends on strong communication. Directors must be clear about their vision. Filmmaking is a collaborative process, and nowhere is the collaboration more important than during the production phase. After the first scene is filmed, post-production begins. So I feel like this is why like a lot of people think a lot more highly of like production is like that's where the director and the actors and actresses like work together to really make the scenes fit. And like it is true that like if things don't get fixed in production, there are some things that you just can't fix. Right. I feel like with CGI, you can fix almost anything nowadays. But like there are just some things that like if your actor is acting in a way that doesn't befit the character, 
and your producer doesn't catch that or they have an argument and don't agree on it and it goes into the film, like that could make or break the film. There are definitely sometimes I've watched films and been like all of the artistry, the sound, the set, the costumes, all of like what I consider to be crew work that was done is gorgeous. But the acting and direction, the way the scene was panned is just really bad and I don't like it. And all of that is like production things, right? Like the way you move the camera during the thing, not exactly the cuts because cuts are in like post-production, but like the way you move the actors and actresses, like the way they speak and act in scene, the way it feels like it's coming to life, like all of that is production. And I feel like a bad production, just like bad costumes, set props, sound can all really ruin a, a like the full and total film. On to the fourth phase, after production starts, post-production begins. So kind of like how I think pre-production is probably like fluid into production. Post-production is fluid right after production. But basically what this time is used for is to edit the footage, add visual effects, music, and the title sequences. For footage to become film or digital media, it needs to go through a successful post-production. Editing is obviously like one of the most important things. When you think about like, I'm going to take a really simple example, a PowerPoint presentation, right? You can tell when a PowerPoint presentation has been put together well, if like somebody's edits make sense with who their audience is, right? Like if you have a bunch of like those transitions that like spiral in and out and like you're not presenting to somebody who wants a spiral in and out, like instead you're presenting to like your parents on why you should get to eat candy today and one of your parents hates the spiral in and out transition you're doing bad, buddy. <laughs> I feel like the same can be said about films and like even music videos and stuff like the editing really, really matters and can make or break a film. I know with like YouTube and TikTok on like shorter film productions, jump cuts especially are really valued a lot just to save time. And there's also like a feel that it kind of puts out that I feel like is very YouTube TikTok-y, but you don't see jump cuts like all of the time in a movie as you do with YouTube. I feel like that would be very jarring. Like, for example, if a movie was filmed in the way that John and Hank Green, the vlog brothers, filmed their YouTube videos, I think I would get motion sick. But it depends on like the audience and like the way you're doing things, right? So editing is really important for those cuts and like changes in scenes. And like obviously the effects artists and sound designers and composers like all of the stuff that they run in really helps. I feel like sound can really, you know, set the mood for a scene. And if you don't have the right sound, it's very bad. I know there was like a time in like the mid 2000s or like the mid 2010s when like all of the sound in a movie was basically like pop songs, like recently hype pop songs. And I remember being like very confused because they didn't always fit. And it seemed like the team was like lacking on post-production when it came to those movies. But yeah, that's post-production. I feel like we also think about post-production a lot now because a lot of movies have at least some CGI in it now. And all of that has to be done in post-production, especially like sci-fi movies and stuff. I remember there's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that will show you like if somebody is playing like an alien or like a character that is actually animated or CGI'd on, they'll wear like, you know, one of those like green screen suits or like a big suit to like mimic whatever they're supposed to be. But all of that has to be put in in post. So you'll like see if we didn't do that, you would just see, you know, a person walking around in a green suit or a person walking around basically with styrofoam all over them. It's like really weird. 
That's post-production. The final step in at least this list is distribution. So this is obviously once the movie is done, it's been teased out to people. It goes out to like theaters, video on demand, right on the television screen, like wherever it's supposed to be distributed. Blockbuster for some reason, if they're doing that still. And this is obviously what we know. Before this, though, I like that underscoring all of this, you have teaser trailers and like trailers and videos that have to go out to like kind of showcase to people what your film is going to be about constant advertising that you need. This doesn't go into that, but I think that's like a really big and important part of filming. And obviously on top of that, like your actors and actresses are going on like TV shows and stuff and advertising their stuff, putting on an Instagram, all that jazz. So filming is like really, really involved. I actually for a long time didn't really fully understand that. And so the fact that films took so long to make didn't make sense to me. And I remember actually I was talking to one of my friends recently. I think my roommate, we were talking about the fact that like not only films, but like TV shows and stuff, you just, you need a lot of people on board, even podcasts, podcasts that have like full like research teams and then, you know, the person speaking on the podcast and then editors and stuff. This all happens in film, TV, any, any source of media that you basically take in songwriting. And I guess we don't really think about that a lot. You know, as I said, we think about the actors at the front of the screen and the story they're telling, but without everything around them, it's, the story doesn't exist. My roommate and I were talking about a show on Netflix, um, Hassan Minaj's Patriot Act and the fact that it got canceled. And my roommate asked like, why can't he just move it to YouTube? And I was like, I mean, he can, but you know, filming is really, really expensive and making these things possible is really hard. Like a lot of people's blood, sweat, tears, and time goes into making a film or a TV show or a podcast or anything. And like, thinking about like Hassan is great he could definitely keep doing this but the amount of people he had supporting him to make that show is so high right not only did you have producers writers directors you had people fact checking you had you know people running the actual production and like doing the advertisement the editing the special effects the people who like besides that found people to come and sit in on the show had the live studio audience Plan that day, planned the time, figured out how long it would take. Whoever wrote that song for the beginning was amazing. Whoever writes the credits before and after, it's a lot of work. And I feel like we forget that a lot of times. So it's really good to like take a step back and see like, oh, it takes five steps to make a film. It makes sense why this is so expensive now also, because when you think about it, we're like, oh, why did that film take like millions of dollars to make? Oh, they have to pay so many people during this process and then also like buy all of these things for this process. Like I know we all know that like basically every film is filmed in Atlanta now and that's really funny to us, but I'm sure the city of Atlanta gets a lot of money to be able to film all over the city. Like they have to, because there are times when like the city is shut down partially and you can't go in because they're filming for a movie. Those are my main thoughts on how a film is made. I think it's super complicated and I think it's super cool. And I think uh, like with most industries, it's really expensive, but also everyone in it should get paid more because they all do awesome stuff. I forgot to even mention stunt doubles and stuff. Oh my God. See, there's so much stuff in filmmaking that just kind of goes unnoticed. But I think it's really cool. I think the process that films and also TV and podcasts and 
YouTube videos, TikToks, Instagram lives, whatever's music, all of all of your media, basically all of your media goes through a lot of different steps to make it itself. I think it's really cool and I think we should appreciate it more. So let me know what your favorite part of the filming process is. If you have one, if you've ever thought of it, um, you can tell me who your favorite actor or actress is also. That's cool. Or your favorite film. I would love to hear that. Let me know. As usual, message me on Twitter at 52 underscore bit podcast or email me at 52 bit podcast at gmail.com. The 52 in both of those is numeric. And that's it for this week. Next week and the week after, I will be at my parents' house. I'm very excited. You will have pre-recorded episodes for that. So get excited. Woo! I really hope nobody had their speaker on super loud. I'm sorry if that hurt your ears. But that's it for today. As usual, my name is Nita, and I'll talk to you later.